DC Real Producers. This is your publisher, Kristen Brindley, and I'm here with the wonderful Joey Donofrio. Thanks so much for being with Thanks, us. Thanks, Kristen. Yeah. I really Abs appreciate it. He's a wonderful partner. Um, Donofrio is part of both DC and Nova Real Producers. And here's the last couple copies of the Nova Real Producers. Make sure you check out the Scott McDonald one that just came out. Um, and, you know, Joey, uh, has he's a growth individual. I'm really excited to ask him questions about that. And, you know, did you always think that you would be an inspector, like, growing up? Like, tell us your story. Not, not at all. You know, I, I wanted to play baseball early on. Um, and then when I got to college, I realized that probably wasn't going to happen. Uh, and then, but I always was involved. I was a degree in finance, business administration. I remember going to entrepreneur seminars, listening to how people grew their businesses. And I just remember always being intrigued by that. You know, being like, I want to do that one day. I want to start a company. I want to invest in a company. I want to be do that side of it. It just seemed exciting and, and really cool for me. Um, and it wasn't really until, you know, personal growth, or I, when I fell into it, my dad started the home inspection company 17 years ago. Um, and so I knew that that was going to be my initial job out of college. I realized that junior, senior year that that was going to be it. And it wasn't what I wanted to do. Um, but in 2014, I graduated 2012. In 2014, me and my wife, my, she was my fiance at the time, girlfriend, we really started a personal growth journey. We met a couple who, who really harped on it, and this is why I'm such a big personal growth guy. If you look, listen to my podcast, the Joey Donofrio Show, you'll see that. Um, I'm huge on to it because it changed my life, and it changed my life for the better, and I didn't realize that I had a vehicle already. You know, I was always searching, oh, what's, where, where am I going to find this business? Where am I, what am I going to do next? And through personal growth, it, it opened my eyes to say, Joey, you have this vehicle. And I was so blessed and I'm so lucky that my dad just said, hey, if you have this vision, if you want to take this to the next level, go ahead. You know, so I'm so grateful for him. I wouldn't be here without him, for those of you that say that. I won't be here, I won't be, wouldn't be here without my parents. Um, and I love my dad to death. He's my hero. But it's, you know, from my experience, it's so hard for business owners to let go, whether it's ha as you grow and you start hiring people. And for my dad just to do that and have so much trust in me to, to say, here, Joey, go, it just shows, wow, what an incredible person. And he's always there for me if I need him, of course. But it, it was just, it's so, it's, I had this vehicle through personal growth. So if you're not growing personally, start. It, it, cha <laughs> it will change your life. Really. Well, I love the the personal growth journey, and I'm I'm on my own. And uh, we were yeah. just at a conference at the same time yeah. together recently. Like, can you tell people about the Grant Cardone conference? So and Grant Cardone, he's awesome. He he says well, he's very authentic. He's very <laughs> says authentic. a whole lot of stuff, right? <laughs> um, he's the number one sales uh, person in the world, and it's just you know I always try to go to a couple conferences a year at least. You know, if I go to one every quarter, I think that's key because you can't. You know, at conferences are great. There's a lot of information. But if you try to implement everything you learn on a conference, you're going to be lost because there's so much. You know, there's so much. But I always tell people, go to a conference, you implement one to two things, and that's why you go to another conference three, four months, you know, two, six months later. Agree. So you can rehear some of the stuff and learn new stuff that you can now come back and implement into your business. What are you reading right now or something that you just enjoyed reading? So my, my latest read that sticks out is Raising Men. It, it's a book by Eric Davis, a former Navy SEAL, and he talks about raising his sons and raising his children. 
Um, and that impacted me on like a whole, I didn't think it was going to impact me like that. I was just trying to read a parenting book because as most parents, you're in the struggle of being a parent. It's not, it's one of the hardest things that we do. Um, and it was an incredible book and it really talked about, you know, being an example to your kids as a parent. And, you know, and, I, and we see it all the time. Our kids copy everything that we do. You know, not what we say. They're watching us. You know, if they pick their nose, it's like, who did they get that from? And so my wife's like, got it from you. It's you. It's your fault. Um, and so they're watching us. And, you know, if I had to get real with myself, I wasn't the best example. You know, I said things I probably shouldn't have said in front of them. I, I did things I shouldn't have done in front of them. And it really got me thinking, too, like, if I want my kid, because I always say I want him to play Major League Baseball. I'm like, I want him to play Major League. I'm throwing the ball to him. And if I'm telling him to hit his goals and reach for his dreams, then I better be doing the same thing. And it talked about this in the book. So many kids, they have their dad's their hero when they're three years old, like my son is. But as they get older, you're not their hero anymore. As they get to teenage years, they start learning things in school and they become smart. Our kids become smart. And sometimes you often say our kids are smarter than us. It's because we as parents stop growing ourselves, stop achieving for our dreams. And so a lot of us will sit on the couch and be like, yeah, well, you need to play professional baseball. And then we turn on the TV and we're watching TV and we're not going out and achieving our dreams. And they're watching us. They're watching what we're doing. So it was a big wake-up call for me. If I want my son to really have the best life he, he can have, then I need, to have the, I need to have the best life for myself and show him, not tell him. And it really woke my up. I stopped drinking alcohol. Part of the reason for that was a couple other things, but that was one of the, in the back of my head, one of the driving things. I don't want to have him see me just have slapping it up and having beers at a barbecue and, and being mouthy and all that stuff. Um, all the time. And I'm not perfect. I, I still I still am crazy. So for those of you that, <laughs> I'm still nuts. But I didn't want that. And I, and I think that was one of the things that drove me to making that decision. Not that I'm against alcohol. I love it. But um, it was just a personal decision that I made for me, in part because of my kids, too. Um. Tell us how you get clients and, and how you, um, you know, have grown like this. You know, what, what is the driving force behind, behind all that? So, number one, we have an incredible team. We've hey, built an incredible team of people with PJ and Donna, and they'll come in and introduce themselves real quick. Um, Hi, I'm PJ Moore. I I'm, I'm love to be working with this company and love to be part of Nova Real Producers. Good. Thank you, PJ. And Donna Seeker, um, also uh, marketer for DC and Maryland, and again, so proud to be part of this company that's growing so very fast. Yeah. <laughs> so very fast, and part of that is in thanks to Kristen. Oh, Kristen. thanks yeah. to you. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, you guys. Thank you guys. Um, so hiring great people. Hiring great people uh, mm -hmm. is 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 very key. Um, and, and building, you know, they there are relationship builders. There are there are marketers. They go out, they meet realtors, they go to offices, and their whole goal is to build relationships. You know, where you know you look at what any of the top companies do in the world, they're great at at customer service. They're great at building relationships. They're and it doesn't have to necessarily be one on one. It can be on social media. There's so many different avenues where we can build a relationship with people. You know, I can't tell you how many times, and you probably get this a lot where people think they know me, 
they've probably met me once or twice because of social media, because of podcasts, because I'm, it's the attention aspect of it, because that's a way of building relationships with people. They can get to know you, especially if you're authentic and real, and they meet you. You know, the big, I always tell people the biggest suck, it's the suckiest thing in the world is you see somebody behind a screen, and then you meet them in person, and they're different. And you're just like, oh. <laughs> Damn, I was following you, man. Now I'm not gonna follow you anymore. <laughs> um, but it's relationships, customer service, um, taking care of your customers, and also taking care of your internal customers. You know, we the way we deal with customers is very different. You know, I, as people, we get emotional, and when 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 somebody complains to us, you know, our our, our first reaction is to get to defensive. You know, my wife always tells me, Joey, I know when you're wrong because you're getting defensive. I'm like, <laughs> Damn it, you're right. I am. Um, and so it's dealing with those complaints, hearing those complaints out, because you, you know, you are going to get those from time to time. Any home inspector, any business that says they don't have people that are upset with their services is lying to you. <laughs> you know, you can't please everybody. But when when that happens, it's how you deal with it that I think defines you, um, and making sure that you take care of those people, listen to them. And then if you make a mistake, own it and take responsibility for it and make it right. I think that's amazing advice. What, are there any other secret weapons for you know, advertising? Is there any other ways that you do uh, get clients? So we partner with unbelievable companies. You know, and for us to partner with a company, they got to share like the same, have the same mindset as have this be growth oriented and have the same synergy level as we do. And that's mainly why we partner with Nova Real Producer. When I, got, when I met Kristen, we had a connection, and I was like, wow, she, she's a great, unbelievable person, number one. She's trustworthy. She's building a great brand, you know, and, and she's delivering a great service um, to us and, and, and elevating our industry. I think you really are part, you're bringing people together, um, and it's just, and every time we get together, it's awesome. So <laughs> thank you. We love doing the yeah. events with you guys. Yeah. yeah. And PJ and I uh, and um, Donna definitely always like are giving and participating yeah. and doing a great job at those events yeah. too. If um, you're not part of Nova Real Producers, and you're in this industry, you need to be. It is a differentiator, um, especially the way that they're growing and what they're doing to serve others and to serve our industry. Thank you so much, Joe. Yeah. You're So what does, like, the next one to five years look like for you? So uh, a lot of different things. You know, right, so right now we're keeping the growth. And how we've done that is we've promoted leaders from within our, in, with, within our company. Um, you know, we don't just promote people because they've been with us for a while, right? They have to show leadership qualities. They have to, you know, be go-getters, you know, lead by example. That's huge for me. Um, but also we're starting to train other home inspectors through Donna Frio Academy. Um, you know, back in the day, it was always funny, you know, you'd see another home inspector and you'd be like, ah, no, like, <laughs> I, I can't, I can't be friends with you. And that's not, that's like the sick reality that we were told, I think, growing up. And that's not how it has to be. You know, I believe in helping people within our industry, serving others within our industry, because if we do that, we're going to elevate the game for everybody. We're going to make it better for everybody. We live in a world where there's unlimited resources. And if you live in Northern Virginia, you see it. The growth, everything that's happened, there's room for things to go around for others. 
And so we've decided that we're going to help elevate the industry and we're going to help offer pre-licensing courses uh, for home inspectors to get their home inspector license. So if, you're in, if you know anybody that wants to get their home inspector license in Virginia, Maryland, reach out to us. We'll help them. And we're not going to end there. You know, we're, we're going we we to give them a, the option to, to partner up with us even further. And we're, gonna, we're offering a business builder course to help them in their businesses. The hardest thing to do is to start a business. Well, no, it's easy to start a business. <laughs> Very easy to start a business. You can actually do it like in probably an hour online. Um, but it's hard to get that business off the ground and running. And so we want to help people avoid the mistakes that we did and to utilize the tools that we're using to help grow a successful business. Because if we, in my mind, if we do that for our industry, it's going to make it better for us. It's going to, you know, less people are going to complain about home inspectors. Um, and it's going to make, especially if you're a listing agent, your listings are going to go so much better. <laughs> We're going to elevate the game for you, the listing agent. Um, but that's, that's our vision for the next year. You know, I, five years, especially the fast-paced world we live in, is kind of long. So we, like, break it down into, like, years. Um, and then we adapt and we innovate and we change what we're doing based on and what's, what's happening. Going on. What's happening? I yeah. believe it. That's <laughs> yeah. that's great. Well, and you're growing so fast too. Yeah. So that's that's needed for you guys. Um, do you have any tips for realtors working with inspectors in your industry? Yeah, I mean, so if you it, managing a home inspection, I think if you are if you're working with a home inspector. You know, sometimes we get a lot of complaints. Well, oh, this home inspector, da, 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 he finds this, he finds this. If you get two home inspectors in the same house, the reports are going to be somewhat different. Like, but I always tell agents, the big thing should be the same. The big, th we are, we're the big ticket items, but we're, one inspector might make note of cosmetic issues, the other may not. So what can you do as an agent to make the home inspection less aggravating is, you prepare your clients for the home inspection. Tell them what home, home, home ownership really is. And say the home inspection is, the whole goal of a home inspection is to avoid your clients moving in and spending thousands of dollars. But prepare them. They're going to move in and they're going to have to spend $100 here, $200 here. I did the home inspection on my own house. I did the inspection, then I hired another inspector to do it. And I move in and a week later... I'm I'm in the I'm using the bathroom. I look over, I see the sink, and it's dripping continuously. A week and then a week after that, my dishwasher drain is clogged, and I didn't say that damn home inspector. <laughs> like it was me. Like I called the office and I complained. No, that's part of being a homeowner. Things are gonna happen when you buy the whole. But my air conditioning didn't go out. But my heater didn't go out. I haven't had to spend thousands of dollars, but I've had to spend a couple hundred. And I think if we set that expectation that no home is perfect, we will find issues, we're really looking for those big ticket items, it'll save you the headache uh, of dealing with that phone call later on and you can go back to what you said. You know, and I was listening, I, and as I was, I was teaching that class one time, for the listing agents out there and how the listing agent can prepare because you never know who the other agent is on the other side, you never know who the other home inspector is on the other side. This listing agent got up and said, Joey, you, know, you know what I do as a listing agent? I very rarely get complaints. He says, right when that buyer's agent books the home inspection, I call them. So whether it's through email, I call them and I let them know. I say, hey, I saw that you booked the home inspection. And be friendly. He's really nice. Be, 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 be good with the people. And he goes, hey, I saw that you booked the home inspection for Tuesday at 10 a.m. That's awesome. Hey, I just want to let you know 
that my clients are only going to fix major if something major happened. So I really don't expect you to copy and paste the home inspection summary and send it over because I'll tell you right now, we'll just send it right back. And I'm not saying that's the right thing to do, but what he's doing that is so key is setting an expectation. Because what is that buyer's agent going to do? Right after they get off the phone with them, they're going to call if they're, good, if they're a good agent, right? They're going to call their client and they're going to say, hey, just got off the phone with the listing agent. They're really only going to fix major things, so we got to make sure it's really what we want to get fixed before we send it over. You know, he's setting an expectation. The real estate transaction is very emotional. It's emotional on both sides, and we see it. And so the more we set the expectation, the less aggravation we're going to have at the end. Because if we fail to set an expectation in life, in a home inspection, anything, and we don't do that, and then something goes wrong, it's a bigger deal after the fact. So if we, do, if we do a little bit of work on the front end, it will save a headache for everybody involved on the back end. I think Love that's, it. Yeah. yeah, expectations are key. Do you have any books that you could recommend for you know, people growing their business, growing their team? Um, do you have any favorites that you could give a quick recommendation? Yeah, on? so John Maxwell is the number one leadership author in the world. I love him. I've heard him speak a couple times. He's awesome. Um, he's just a great, he's a great communicator, not an educated communicator. Um, he wrote a book, Leadership. I haven't read that yet, um, but I did read The Five Levels of Leadership. And incredible book if you're growing an organization, incredible book if you're building a team. Um, you know, the, I think one of the biggest things that hold people back is leadership within their organization because if you don't have if you don't have leadership then you're not going to be able to build leaders beneath you to free up your time because in in this business people say Joey what do you do oh you're running the company oh that must be so you must be so busy and I'm busy because I'm doing a lot of other things too but I've promoted great people below me I have an incredible team of people that I trust that I can count on to do the work I always tell Individuals, if you have to micromanage somebody, you either didn't train them right or you hired the wrong person or they shouldn't be a leader. So whenever, I, whenever we promote somebody or we hire somebody and, and somebody has to watch them or like, oh, man, it's been three months and I'm still like, we, 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 the first step we take is, okay, we didn't train them right. We need to go back and we need to train them how to do their job. If that doesn't work, then we've hired the wrong person then it doesn't work out and we have to let them go and hire somebody that can fill their shoes. So leadership is key. Make sure you're promoting the right people. Don't promote based on how long they've been there, but actually if they have the leadership qualities. You know, we, we our team lead right now, we promoted him to team lead, and I had an inspector that had been with us a little bit longer, and he was, like, upset by it. And I said, look, it's not, it, this isn't the government. Right? It's not about how long you stay here you get promoted. No, this is if you show that you're a leader, you get promoted. I want to promote people who win and buy into the vision. But have a vision so they can grow into it. Because if they don't see your vision, if they don't feed off of you, if they don't buy into you as the leader, then that's going to be a, you're going to struggle to grow. You really are. But five, John Maxwell, Five Levels of Leadership, great book. I believe it's a pretty short read, too, a couple hundred pages. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. Um, well, that's that's fantastic. Thank you so much, Joey. Um, yeah. Thank you know, you. thanks for thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks. For, I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Have a great day, everybody. Take care.